everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blonde Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have indie artist Shannon. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous, Ronnie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. What we're going to do is... We're going to start out with letting you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. For sure. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I grew up in Connecticut. Um, I started playing music from a very young age. Um, started singing when I was, you know, when I was talking. Um, and I started playing piano very young, around maybe eight years old. And I really quickly started writing music. That was something that I, I started at, you know, when I was probably nine or 10 years old, I wrote my first song. And through high school, I self-taught myself how to play guitar. And when I graduated from high school, the only thing I, I didn't want to go to college, the only thing I wanted to do was be in a rock band. <laughs> And that's what I did. I got my first rock band together and uh, it was called Uniquity. And I started playing back then all over um, the Northeast. So I was playing in the village in New York, um, places like Coney Island High, the Continental, Lion's Den. Um, I was playing radio festivals and things like that. And, um, and, and with that band, I recorded my first album. So we recorded a full length album together. I ended up branching off from them and I went on to join another band or, or start another band called Gia. Mm -hmm. Same kind of same thing. We played all over New York, Connecticut. And then with that band, I recorded an album as well. Okay. Um, my guitarist at the time was, um, a really good producer. He went to, uh, college at Berkeley for producing and engineering. So him and I ended up branching off and recording two more albums together. Um, and they were sort of like experimental rock albums. Mind you, none of these albums we ever did anything with. <laughs> I think two of them are still floating around on iTunes. I go and check periodically. Um, but so then after that, I kind of, I, re I started teaching myself how to program music. I got really into programming, creating drum beats, bass lines, like figuring out how to really program music. And that was what sort of led me to, in this last couple of years, um, want to start doing all my own production. So um, it was actually kind of cool because the way that, because of COVID, how COVID hit, and um, I travel a lot for my job. Um, I actually work as a national trainer for a hair color company, um, Goldwell and KMS. We'll give them a little shout out. <laughs> so, so I do that uh, as my full-time gig. Um, but it afforded me a little bit more extra time at home. And I, and I put a studio together. I really, I mean, I really got down and like, focused, like almost like hyper-focused on teaching myself how to produce. And, um, and so this song that I, that I just released called like that, it's on all streaming platforms now, um, is my first self after all those years is my first self-produced track. 
So I'm very excited about it and I'm very proud of it, you know, because it, it, it was a lot, I felt like it was a lot of years in the making of, you know, kind of getting to this point and I finally got here. And so it was a really good feeling to, um, to do the entire thing myself and to be able to carry out the vision of that song from beginning to end without the help of anyone, you know, so. So <clears throat> you have told me about the many transitions that you have made as a musician, as an artist. What did you take from each experience, the most memorable experience from each one of those situations to make you who you are today? Well, I think in my first band, Uniquity, I was I was so young at the time and I was I was kind of I, I, I one of the big things I took from that was I got so much performing experience. So that was like the big that was like where I sort of like um, like got that developed that side of myself as a musician, as a performer, um, because I had so much experience in, in just a couple of years, like right out of high school. Um, and that really was so meaningful to do that so quickly and so early. Um, because I think if I had waited too long and started performing, it would have been harder to kind of like hone in on that performing skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's Why? Why? Because I think, I think, um, I think the longer, I think when you're younger and especially like a teenage, I know I was like 17 or 18, you're so fearless back then. And I didn't, I didn't like overthink too much, you know? So I kind of just did it as like a kid, like I, even in, uh, even in my personal life at the time, like when I think of the things I did with some of my friends and stuff, I'm like, I was crazy. Like, what was I thinking? I, you know, like, I don't know how, I don't know how I didn't get in more trouble. So I, I think it's the fearlessness. Um, and so I'm so, I was so grateful for that project because of that. Um, and then moving into my next projects, I think after all four of them, I think the biggest thing that I learned that I've learned in my in my recent years is to not focus on what it is I think that people want because I did that in my early band I was like well what's cool and what's popular and does this do these lyrics sound cool like I was always think I was always almost overthinking a bit um what is my image you know, like I thought about that a lot as in my first band, I was like, so like, what, what do I want my, my image to be? And, um, and, and what do I want this song? Like, I have to make sure it sounds pop rock or I have to make sure it sounds indie rock or whatever. Um, and as I, as I grew into myself as a musician, I've real, I realized that the truest work that I write and the truest songs that I write and the best work that comes from me is when I don't care about what genre it is. I don't care about the style. Um, I don't care about my image. I, I, I just, I'm putting out there 
now I feel like who I am. It's just who I am. It's my style. It's what I, it's what I look like. It's what I wear. And I'm not overthinking it. I'm just doing what I feel like is me, is me at, at the, at the core. Describe to people who you are as an artist, somebody that has never heard of you and you have 30 seconds to pitch yourself. Describe you. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think as an artist, again, genre-wise, it's hard to, to put myself in a genre because I don't really want to pinpoint myself to a genre, but I always have a bit of a rock edge. Um, even in this most recent track, it's got a poppy feel, but I always throw the, that little bit of distorted guitars in the background. So I've always got a little bit of rock mixed in there. I love having elements of um, a little bit of electronic mixed in. And then the rest of it is just like beachy hippie style Shannon, you know, like I'm a beach girl at heart. Um, I live in Fort Lauderdale. And so as far as my style goes, you know, like I have to go with my curly hair because it's humid here all year <laughs> and um and i think that that's just that's kind of that's kind of me i um i always as an artist i always write um everything that i write is based on um real life experiences um and and again i i i, I get my truest songs and my best songs are the songs that I, that I think are the best or that I love the most are the ones that I always write from. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something bad, but it's, it's from something that's true. Um, and I think that that's important as an artist, at least for me, it's important to write and to put out there um, because art in general um, whether it's painting or um, sculpting or music, um, I find it a very emotional experience. I um, often say this to people when I chat about music. I'm like, I listen to I listen to music and artists that turn me on. Like I like music that like turns me on. That like I get like that oh when I listen to it, you know. And so I try to put that. And that heart and that um, real feeling, even if it's really raw, and, and I try to put it into my music. Okay, so tell me this then. From the business standpoint, and you say you write everything from an emotional place, mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad. How do you feel as an artist when you present it to an executive and they don't feel about it how you feel about it. Well, you know, so I have I have submitted this track to like various um um platforms. I've gotten a ton of reviews on it. Um just because I wanted, I wanted feedback, you know, I wanted I wanted feedback. I wanted to kind of get a feel of of what it is. And I think I think you have to always, you have to always remember that no matter what form of art it is that you're dealing with, 
not everyone is going to love you and not everyone is going to get it. And that's okay. Right? Like I can listen to an artist that other people go, Oh my God, but he's amazing. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't really love it. You know? And so I try to, um, I try to have that thought process when I get, when I, when I do get feedback that isn't favorable or isn't like, oh, I wasn't really feeling it to more so not take it personally. Just, it's not what it's not their cup of tea, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. And I, and I think for me again, like going back to the realness of it is the most important person for me that loves it. The most important person that listens to it and says, Oh, I love this. This is amazing. This is awesome. Is me, is me. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that I'm trying to, to please. Um, even though I, I want to put it out and I want people to hear it. And of course you want, like, you want some success out of it. That's always such a good feeling, you know, when p other people are hearing and appreciating your work. Um, I truly, I truly, um, I want to be the one that loves it and I want to be the one that's proud of it. And as long as I feel that way, I think I feel secure in it, you know, and then, um, it's easier to take if, Someone's like, ah, oh, it's not really for me. And I'm like, I gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> so now are this last project project that you have done, was it solo or did you work with a band? Because I know you say you've done everything yourself, but did you have like um other people to play instruments for you to sample, or did you do all the instruments and everything yourself? Yeah, I did everything myself. So I oh. did, yeah, I did, um, I, I did all of the, um, I programmed all the drums. So the drums are all programmed, but they weren't loops. They were separately programmed. So I did literally from down to the hi-hat to the kick drum to the snares to the bass tracks. I did all of the guitar parts, all of the keyboard parts, all of the vocals, all of, yeah, all of everything. So do you think that by you doing this project by yourself as an independent artist compared to artists that don't play an instrument because some artists have said that their voice is their instrument even mm -hmm. if they don't even if they don't sing so how important compared to your yourself and you playing instruments how important do you think being musically inclined is important to being a musical artist. You know, I don't think you necessarily have to play an instrument to be a musician. I've heard some say, I don't play an instrument, but I can put sounds together to make them sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I actually have friends, like I have friends, um, I have friends and musicians or artists that I've played with that, mm -hmm. Um, that do a lot of producing and, 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 and writing and creating of music, but they don't necessarily play, you know? So I think you can be a really good, uh, artist and musician, even if you don't, you know, you don't have to play the guitar to be a musician, play the piano. But how important do you think it is? 
I think the more you, well, I, I would say from my, from, from at least from my, um, from, from how I, I do it and how I create, it definitely makes it easy, easier because I can sit down. If I hear a guitar part, being able to be the one to sit down and throw it down, you know, if I didn't play guitar, it would be a little bit harder because then you got to kind of have somebody else come up with something. You've got to have somebody else interpret your idea and then they've got to play it and you've got to really like it. Same so with the is, is cost effective for indie artists to learn music. What's that? It's cost effective for an independent artist to learn music. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you can, you, you know, then you can do it all of it yourself for sure. So I think it, I think it definitely helps. Um, because you know, the more, the more you play, the more instruments you play, the more you can do, you could do it. Your, you can do it yourself. And I think from playing piano for years, playing guitar for years, um, I, you know, I can create bass lines, even though I don't play bass, I can re I could create and program a bass line because I get the music, you know, I get music. Okay. Good question though. So you mentioned that most of your early experience was live performing since COVID and I know things are opening back up. Did you partake in any of the virtual performances? Um, so I did a couple, uh, I have a few, I did a couple like live IGs, um, on Instagram. I did a couple live performances. I've done a few impromptu performances, um, but not, not a ton. Cause honestly, I was, I've been so, I kind of, you know, my mind gets fo super focused on whatever, whatever part of it that I'm doing at the time. And I think I've been so focused on the, the recording production side that, it, you know, it's funny because a couple of years ago I was playing with a project here in Florida and we were playing out a little bit. We played um, this cool festival in Miami called Make Music Miami. And and like at that time, like my head was my head was like playing out, playing out, playing out. Like that's kind of where where my my energy was. And now since I've been doing this recording and focused on releasing that's where my, I think just my energy has been going there and my time. I've just been so like in the zone with that, that I haven't really even thought much about doing a ton of live performing. I think that, or even live virtual, like I, like I said, I did a few here and there. I think I'd like to focus on getting, you know, getting back to that for sure, because I love, I love performing. Um, That's the reason why I asked you that. <laughs> Psychologically, I was wondering how did you feel because you were so used to performing live and then it was like everything was shut down. You couldn't perform live anymore. And so I was wondering psychologically, how did you feel about that? You know, I, I luckily I do okay because, <laughs> I'm, because I'm like, I'm one of those people that even though I'm like, um, I'm a pretty big extrovert, 
Um, I do have this super introverted side to me where like I can, I can lock myself in my studio and I could not talk to anybody for like three days and I could literally just be working on music in my own like bubble and I'll be so super happy. I could get spicy and feisty. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you for coming. I want you to tell everybody where they can find your latest single ad, um, your social media handles, and anything that you want to tell us about you before we get out of here. Oh my God. Well, seriously, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this and appreciate you taking the, no, seriously, taking the time and doing this. Um, it's hard being a, like kind of a new artist and trying to get out there. And it means so much um, to just have been given this time and get to chat with you. And it's honestly been awesome. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, so you can find my single. It's called Like That. You can find it on all streaming platforms. So my name is Shannon Dooley. The song is Like That. And you can find it on all streaming platforms from Apple to Spotify, um, Deezer, Tidal. I'm on SoundCloud, all of them. If you want to connect with me on social media, on Facebook, I'm Shannon Dooley, D-O-O-L-E-Y. On Instagram, I'm Shannon D underscore music. And if you come to my Instagram, um, I have a link on there, my link tree, which you can connect and uh, you can, you know, get my single and do all that fun stuff. And you can connect with me on on social media. All right. Yeah. Heard of you can find her on all streaming platforms. You can also find her link tree on her Instagram, if you go to her Instagram, and I appreciate you for coming. I appreciate you. Also, I appreciate you ahead. so much, Miss Ronnie. I appreciate you so much. You're welcome. Don't forget, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and all streaming platforms for the podcast. Bye.